This is National Native News. I'm Megan Kamrick in for Antonia Gonzalez. A hospital on the Navajo Nation near the Arizona-New Mexico border is suing the Indian Health Service after a steep cut to its budget. As Arizona Public Radio's Ryan Heinches reports, the facility says the decision will heavily impact the quality of health care in nearby tribal communities. According to the Fort Defiance Indian Hospital Board, the IHS cut 90 percent of the budget from the facility's contract support funding. It totals about $16 million and the hospital board says the move violates provisions of the Indian Self-Determination and Education Assistance Act. The 1975 law gives tribes the authority to contract with the federal government for programs that serve tribal members. The Fort Defiance Hospital Board slammed IHS's decision to slash the budget, saying it's especially bad timing as the Navajo Nation continues to grapple with the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. Cases on the vast reservation skyrocketed during the Omicron fueled surge, setting the tribe's all-time record for new daily infections in mid-January. The board says the cut will also impact employees and the local economy, making it more difficult to provide health care to Navajo communities. The IHS didn't immediately respond to a request for comment. For National Native News, I'm Ryan Heinches in Flagstaff. In Detroit, police intervened to stop a Native American ceremony Friday night in a city park with one officer caught on a video posted to social media saying, quote, the sovereign stuff is not valid. The Detroit Free Press reports the ceremony was a kickoff to the Detroit Sugarbush Project. For three years, Anishinaabe and Potawatomi people have taught participants how to tap maple trees in River Rouge Park and boil the sap over a fire to make syrup. It's part of a larger food sovereignty movement, and organizers have a memorandum of understanding with the city of Detroit and a burn permit for a bonfire. But police officers showed up in tactical gear and told participants they had two minutes to put out the fire and leave. Attendees filed reports with the police department, which was unavailable for comment. However, the project organizers confirmed their paperwork is in order, and they reconvened Saturday morning in the park to reflect on what happened. Rosebud Bear Schneider, a ceremony organizer, told the Free Press, quote, It's a shame that it's 2022 and we still have to fight for our rights and just to exist as Native people. A new apartment building has opened in Seattle's Pioneer Square, focused on low-income and unhoused Native Americans in the city. Indian Country Today reports All All was opened by the Chief Seattle Club, a nonprofit organization. The name means home in the Lushootse language. The 80-unit building was designed by indigenous architects. Residents or families must make below 50% of the area's median income, and 10 of the units are reserved for veterans. Monthly rents will range from about $216 to $556. Executive Director of the club, Derek Belgard, said Native Americans and Alaska Natives make up just 1% of King County's population, yet they account for about 15% of the chronically homeless. Belgard says they're also battling more trauma and addiction from hundreds of years of oppression and forced relocation. This is the first housing project in Seattle geared to that population. The interior of the nine-story building features work by Native artists, and the exterior brickwork is designed with Salish patterns. There's a space for a cafe serving traditional foods. There will also be a clinic in the building with a traditional healing space operated by the Seattle Indian Health Board. Belgard told Indian Country Today that culturally specific programs tend to have higher rates of success, especially when people who are unhoused don't trust the mainstream system. The Chief Seattle Club has plans for another larger project called Sacred Medicine House due to break ground this summer. For National Native News, I'm Megan Kamrick.
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by the Sanoski Chambers Law Firm, championing tribal sovereignty and defending Native American rights since 1976 with offices in Washington, D.C., New Mexico, California, and Alaska. Support by the Center for Indigenous Cancer Research at Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center, dedicated to cancer research, medicine, and cancer care for indigenous populations. A no-charge online risk assessment tool is available at roswellpark.org slash assessme. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.